Hi everyone, greetings from Chateau Neuf de Pop. We're here with our friends Eric and Veronique Bonnet, brother and sister proprietors of Domaine La Bastide Saint Dominique. This is a estate on the fast, you could say, meteoric rise in Chateau Neuf de Pop. They've had just insane press over the last five or six years. You might be indirectly familiar with this address. This is the address where your Cro Saint Martin wines are made. Chris and Martin has been um, their negotiant label for some years now, and obviously we've done really well with it. Chris and Martin is made up of some domain fruit and then some purchased fruit. Bastide Saint Dominique, what we're tasting today, it's much smaller production. Not that Chris Saint Martin is large production, but Bastide is just minuscule production. And until now, they've really never had wine to give us, but we've done so well on the West Coast and then through our friends at Trivin on the East Coast with Chris St. Martin. This year, we were able to talk Eric and Veronique to giving us a nice little allocation of Bastide. So we booked everything we could today before leaving. Comes up to about four pallets of Chateauneuf, including a lot of Magnums and three liters, because we love some Magnums and three liters, especially um, when it's really collectible stuff like this with crazy press. Um, so that'll show up via air freight to avoid any tariffs. You'll see that shipment here in about probably five to seven days, hopefully before February 1st. In terms of a line, this is a very, very interesting line of three Chateau Neuf de Pops to taste. They have their domain bottling, which comes from each of their vineyards, just really beautiful and balanced. And then there are two single vineyard wines that are very, very individual, individualistic, totally different from one another. One another. You have Secret de Pignon, Sandy Soil, and then you have Esperides, which is a much more kind of um, bombastic, big, um, heavy example of Chateau Neuf de Pop. So we taste through them here. Eric and Veronique give us a little bit of background. We hope this gets you pumped up to buy and sell these wines when they come here in a matter of days. Hope you learned something here. Enjoy. Here at Domaine La Bastide Saint Dominique with Eric and Veronique, of course, Mr. Poot. Of course. <laughs> you know, let's go through. Let's go through these uh, Bastide bottlings. How long has the um, the domain been in the in the family? So we are actually second generation in the in La Bastide Saint Dominique. Okay. Uh, as a matter of fact, our parents created the, the domain in the late seventies. Okay. Uh, but originally, of course, we have uh, very local roots. Uh, so our grandparents and great-great-parents were partially winemakers and partially uh, growers here uh, in town. Okay. How, how big is the uh, estate? So overall, we uh, own about 45 hectares okay. um, in all appellations. A little over 100 acres uh, in different but local uh, appellations. Yes. So it Which includes are... uh, IGP, Mediterranean, and then Cordurón. Coduron village, village. Uh, a bit of Keran and Chateauneuf du Pape. Okay, so the, the the heart of your estate is uh, is Chateauneuf. So you have the uh, well, let's say the normal uh, but great Chateauneuf mm -hmm. um, from the village, and then you have uh, two special cuvées. You have Esperide and mm -hmm. Pignon. Could you explain us a little bit about all three wines? Mm -hmm. And what makes them different? So, to start with, all of our uh, parcels in Chateauneuf-du-Pape area are located in the northeast of the Appalachian. Uh, you probably know that the Appalachian is spread over five villages. Uh, and uh, on the northeast side, uh, all of this area belongs to Courtaison. 
um, obviously very much attached to this area because that's where our uh, grandmother and uh, even long, <laughs> older than that, the great-grandfathers uh, were living. Uh, so particularly in an area called Lebedine, uh, Pignan area, and all of this up uh, at the very limit, very edge of, of the Appalachian. Uh, the classic uh, blend of uh, our Chateau Neuf du Pape is made of 80% Grenache, a bit of Syrah, Mourvedre and Senso. Um, Destemming uh, for all of our Chateau Neuf du Pape. Uh, and uh, this one is aged in uh, vinified stainless steel and aged in uh, concrete tanks. Okay. For the second one, the, so that's the, first, the classic. And then we have two cuvées on old vines. Um, due to, to the family roots in that area, we have a very old vines. Uh, the eldest ones are for, are in the Secret de Pignan, and they are the parcels in the Pignan area, um, planted in 1918 and 1920. So, so that's what, more a, than 100 years ago. 100 years old. Uh, we should probably do a centenary uh, anniversary or something this year, <laughs> by the way. Uh, but uh, uh, this is 100% Grenache. Uh, in Pignan, and the uh, particularity is that the soil is 100% sand. Oh, right? that's right, that's so right. Pignan is, uh, is relationship is, uh, is between uh, Grenache and, uh, and sand is, is very interesting. So it is actually, uh, Pignan is actually a lieu dit. exactly. Okay. Pignan okay. is the lieu dit, or cuvée is named Secret de Pignan, which means secrets from Pignan <laughs> area. Okay. And the second one, Les Esperides, is a blend of two grapes, Grenache and Mourvedre, 50-50. Uh, in Lyodi called Les Bédines. Uh, the vines are old, but not as old as uh, in Pignan, around 1955. Um, as for uh, Pignan, is oriented south, south hill, and uh, Les Bédines, more northern hill, very windy area, a lot of uh, round pebbles over there as well, mm. much more than in uh, Pignan. Typical Chateauneuf soil. Typical, one of the typical soil yeah, one of them, yes, yeah. yes. and a uh, very interesting blend there, Grenache and Mourvedre, 50-50. Part of the aging is also done in, uh, in wood, which has enabled us to give really each of these uh, two cuvées their own identity. Okay, very well. All right, let's taste these wines. Okay. So this is all concrete? Yes. Yes, yes. the classic, yes. 17? 17. 17. Uh, 17. Yeah, all of your wines from Cote Run through even the, even your you know, single parcel chapters are also fresh. It's such a fresh yes. sense with all these. I think that's really a, a big focus. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's a style. Yeah. It's definitely part of the Bastide style. This, this is actually very nice. It's 2017 vintage, so it is not big and heavy like yep. in some other vintages. This is really elegant, an elegant style mm -hmm. of uh, uh, Chateauneuf. Beautiful fruit, uh, very, very focused. Yep. Uh, very nice wine. Do you have issues with Grenache? Um, the yields in Grenache wasn't it? In uh, 17? The yields are low, yeah. The yields are low, yeah. In 17, uh, particularly Grenache uh, was impacted with the heat. Yeah. But at the same time, if you have the strength you have today, it's yeah. also thanks to the heat, yeah. in a way. So yeah. indeed, yeah, there are 17 shows less volume. Uh, yet in terms of... Um, of um, of uh, richness, of um, variety of the, um, of the, the, the aromas and so on, that, that really is. Cool. So the, uh, the Grenache is a little less, there's a little less Grenache in the, uh, in the blend? Um, not necessarily, but overall we produce a little less. 
mm. of uh, the uh, the blend. Mm. Mm. Is it more right in here? Uh, yes, about five to seven percent. Okay. Okay. But the majority is Grenache, eighty, then Syrah, about ten percent. Okay. Uh, and then uh, seven Mourvèdre and three Sanso, very tiny okay. little bit of Sanso. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. And then uh, Pignon. So the Pignon is the vines planted in 1920. Yeah. And it's Grenache only, sandy soil with a very, so it's white sand, it's silicate, okay. white like paper, mixed with red clay. Okay. It's enormous, <laughs> very specific. And this is the this is the wine where they get the highest scores with always. Oh, yeah. So it's hard for like uh, 95, 97, whatever. Yeah. It's one of the areas that has become a little famous. Oh yeah, Pignon, yeah. Like, like like Le Croix and yep. a few others that are becoming more when, and more known. When, when we had Pignon, Domaine Pignon, um, on the national portfolio, we'd send out price list, and everybody they would say, "Oh, you have Pignon." And I don't even think they really knew. Probably they didn't know. even know Domain Pignon, but no. Pignon is just the name it's a brand. That's yeah. right. It's a complete brand. Yeah. So. Do you have uh, interest in uh, maybe I don't know in uh, Magnum and stuff like that? Oh yeah! Oh hell yeah! On get please email us Magnum pricing today because uh, we will include that in the offer for okay. sure. Oh yeah. So that's a tank sample. Tu viens de faire l'assemblage? Oui, he just blended it. <laughs> we'll go live this again. Smells, this smells amazing. So we now have the uh, the 18 um, that is to be bottled in the next week or two. That's it. Uh, is the uh, is the blend the same as the uh, the 17 that we just tasted? Yes. Yes. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much the same. Okay, and how was uh, production in 18 and 17? 17 was a fairly small production. Was it the same again in 18? It was also a fairly small uh, production for other weather conditions uh, other in that reasons. case, for 18. Also weather conditions, but uh, 17 was impacted by very hot uh, temperatures. 18 was more impacted by uh, rain and hot temperatures at the same time, okay. which uh, enables us uh, to have... Of course, less volume, uh, yet very, very interesting um, blends in the end. It was a very hard work. <laughs> Eric can maybe tell you more about it, but um, after all, that's where you recognize the good, the good winemakers, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so very interesting uh, in terms of um, aroma. As uh, you just said, we're going to bottle uh, this vintage in the next coming week. So beautiful. It shows very well. has a, yes. has a nice color. It has uh, it has good fruit, has uh, length. Um, how do you think the eighteen will uh, develop? Is it a vintage to drink younger or older? What do you say about eighteen? Um, vintage eighteen. It's really interesting uh, because after uh, sixteen and seventeen, a really uh, large and full and uh, rich uh, perhaps it's more balanced vintage mm -hmm. so uh, a vintage with a great pleasure uh, pleasure um, so uh, perhaps uh, uh, put uh, la, uh, old vintage in cellar 
and uh, uh, take a good time with uh, this vintage. And drink the 18 a little younger. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, yeah that, uh, that's a good idea. It's a lovely wine. Uh, and even if it's not bottled yet, it seems ready to drink. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, here so you have uh, Secret de Pignon, uh, vintage 17. So the one uh, I explained a bit earlier, 100% Grenache on uh, 100% sandy soil. Mm-hmm. It's very expressive. Yeah. Very expressive on the nose, uh, very fresh. Yeah, uh, Secret Pignon, uh, um, it's, com- it's coming from uh, just uh, one plot, uh, odd plot of Grenache, uh, 100 years old. Um, I'm really a fan of uh, the combination between uh, sand and Grenache. So perhaps uh, it's uh, the best play uh, uh, to produce the more finest Chateauneuf du Pape. Mm-hmm. Um, texture, uh, it's uh, large but uh, uh, tannin with a so delicate uh, um, sensation. Yes. Mm-hmm. It seems a pretty masculine wine that will age uh, long. Oh, oh today it's difficult uh, <laughs> to say masculine or not. Uh, it's for people who loves Grenache and uh, uh, enjoy a big and balanced uh, red uh, wine from the Rhone, yes. Spices and um, yeah. actually, yeah. And when would you recommend to drink this or how long would you keep this in the cellar before drinking it, uh, Eric? Uh, I, I ju- it's just my opinion. Uh, I love it between uh, six to ten years old, okay. yes. Okay. Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Because uh, Grenache on sand, it's delicate, and uh, I don't choose any uh, oak for aging. So uh, tannin are um, um, really de- delicate, and uh, it's a good time, I think, uh, okay. to keep uh, a freshness and to have uh, um, um, evolution arom. So. Um, very good. Six to ten, yes. Excellent. And now we have the uh, Esperide, mm-hmm. which is quite different, um, I understand. Uh, Esperide, it's fun because uh, the two plots are perhaps uh, uh, 300 meters difference only. Uh, on the same hill, uh, Pignan is uh, the south face with uh, uh, sandy soil, and uh, Esperide is coming from the north face uh, with a more classic uh, uh, soil from Chateau Neuf du Pape. So sand, red clay, and big uh, river uh, stone. Yes. Um, is it also a Lyudi, Esperide? It's coming from uh, Lyudi uh, Lebedine. Lebedine. Yes. Yeah. It was planted by my grandfather uh, during the uh, 50s. Uh, and inside, uh, during this time, they use a blend uh, different varietals inside the same plot. So uh, this is a blend about uh, uh, 50 Grenache, 50 Mourvedre. Okay. It's amazing to me how different all three of these wines are. Frank and I were talking last year how there's been this this movement in Chateauneuf for everybody to have these individual bottlings. 
sometimes you'll be somewhere and you'll say, okay, these are all pretty similar. Maybe it'd be best just to make one, but with, with you guys, you're doing it so right. Each of these three are completely different mm -mm. from one another. We really try to have three uh, different identities. Yep. That's really, yep. even if you look at the Corduron range, you've noticed. Yep. Completely um, different. One line of conduct, so yep. to say, yep. for each of them. Yep. Uh, even for the whites, they are um, in their own character, their own identity. That's beautiful. And for the Chateau Neuf du Pape, as much as they are really, really close, yep. uh, they are they are very straight and very yep. for their own specific identity. Yeah. That's great. What do you cool. think of the aging potential of the Esperide? Also, like maybe six, six, eight, or ten years. Oh, um, Esperide. Uh, uh, I aged Esperit before bottling uh, in demi-muy. Mm -hmm. uh, demi-muy, it's uh, 600 liters barrels. Mm -hmm. um, I love this continent because uh, it's better for the wine. So uh, the idea is not to uh, add uh, um, uh, oak, uh, oxygen, yeah, but uh, it's more to uh, to have uh, more elegant uh, tannin. So, uh, for me, uh, 5 to uh, 15 years, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm okay with that, yes. Okay. So, you're trying to avoid, you're not trying to add any yolk flavor, you're just trying to use the wood to kind of mellow the tannin? So, yeah. Yes, to obtain really uh, softer, softer, more elegant yeah. tannins, yeah. and uh, it's not like full-on uh, wood. Totally. And with the oak, you oxygenate a little bit, sure. more further, so it sure. balances out better. It's pretty rare to find Chateauneuf with 50% Mouvet, isn't it? Is mm, that, I, I haven't that. seen that. Yeah. So I don't get around, I don't get around as, as far very as dish. Mm. And it's co-planted and co-vinified. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah. So it it's a lot, quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's really good. Well, hope that sums it up for you. Again, these wines will show up via air freight to avoid any crazy tariff action right around the 1st of February, hopefully a couple days earlier. So get ready to have some fun. There will be three or four pallets. They'll probably go fast. We'll do a pre-sale offer. Um, we may have done one by the time you are listening to this. Until next time. We'll talk to you.